Do you know what radon is? Do you know if you have it in your home? If you don't know that much about radon, that's okay, because radon is what we're going to be talking about on this episode of In the House. Let's go. In the House is an Any Hour Services podcast geared towards helping homeowners learn more about maintaining and repairing their homes. I'm your host, Mike Wilson, with Any Hour Services, and today I've got Aaron Trapp back in the studio with me. He's with April Air. April Air is a company that offers products to help clean the air in your home, make the air in your home more healthy. So he's definitely an expert when it comes to the quality of the air in your home. Aaron, welcome back. Thank you very much for having me back. (laughs) Um, So I remember a few years ago, hearing something about radon. And I don't remember, I think I may have seen a uh, radon system in someone's basement and thinking like, what is that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, but I don't hear about it that much. And I don't know if it's because I'm oblivious uh, or what, but I came across this news report the other day. Just here, watch this. The Utah Department of Environmental Quality estimates about one in three Utah homes contains dangerous levels of radon. It's colorless, odorless, tasteless gas that gets into your home and causes lung cancer. Any reading above four picocuries, and the DEQ recommends installing a radon mitigation system. I was just out in the Bluffdale area and tested a home for a family, and it was at 138 picocuries. So just to give you a perspective, that is like smoking 13 packs of cigarettes every day. That's why it's so important to test, to be one step ahead of this cancer-causing gas. And you know, dozens of people in Utah, it's estimated, die every year from exposure uh, to radon. They get lung cancer uh, and then pass away. So the Utah Department of Environmental Quality estimates that one in three homes in Utah have dangerous levels of radon. And that's way more than I expected. For as much as I hear about it, a third of homes having an issue with radon. Um, Anyway, so like for those that don't know, what is radon? So radon is a colorless, odorless, tasteless gas that comes from the breakdown of uranium in the soil. So it's present everywhere, um, but it can can actually become problematic when it gets concentrated inside of a home. Right, because when it's outside, I mean, you've got plenty of ventilation, right? So it's dangerous when it's trapped in a confined space. Correct, yep. And our homes nowadays, I mean, they're made so energy of so much more energy efficient. They're like really tight. Mm-hmm. So air doesn't really escape. Right. I yeah. mean, that's why the EPA says that the air inside your home a lot of times can be worse for you than the air outside because, you know, God cleans the air or whatever you believe, uh, you know, cleans the air outside through like sunshine and lightning and like all of that stuff that happens. But inside the home, you've got that same stale air that's like circulating mm-hmm. and then you talk about radon, if it's getting into the home, it just kind of stays there and it like builds and builds and builds, right? Correct, yep. So when we think about odorless, tasteless gas, we hear a lot about carbon monoxide, right? Mm -hmm. It's the silent killer and it reacts a lot faster or your body like has a, a much worse reaction faster than like with radon. With radon, I think one of the scariest things about it is that you might not even realize it's making you sick until one day like you something happens and then they test and you find out that that's why you're sick. Now, listening to the news reports and things like that, they always link it to like cancer of some kind. Is that the only like kind of negative effect of that? It is at this point. I think that that's the only thing that we know as far as like the major um, 
I guess, result of having high levels of exposure to radon. Right. I mean, and if you think about it, like the breakdown of uranium, this is like it's it's a nuclear uh, or radioactive, you know, component. And so that's where we start thinking about cancers and things like that. But right. I guess the as it mentioned in this like news report, um, you know, there is a place where you can actually get tests if you're in Utah uh, at. Uh, radon.utah.gov they actually sell test kits for 11 bucks I actually went I got a test kit it hasn't arrived to my house yet because like I said when I found out about this I'm like uh we should probably do a show about this and like at least bring up to people that this is going on so if my test kit shows up uh, before this episode airs I will we'll edit something in and tell you what happened but uh so they measure levels of radon by uh pico curies yep. and so it's just a way to measure you know radioactive material right right so if you go back to your like high school science class or something they talk about madame curie right uh, she was actually the one that discovered radon so that's actually measured in pico curies per liter is how we right. measure it so if someone wants to find out if they have dangerous levels you can go online you can order radon test kits or uh, if you find a contractor there are people out there that can actually come out and test this if you're in the utah market you can get a hold of any hour services we're happy to come out and walk you through show you what your options are tests and and solutions but let's just skip to the point where someone finds out okay i've got dangerous levels in my home and if you're using a test kit anything over four pico curies in your house is considered a dangerous level and here in utah i mean as you said like all over the country it's different levels right yep. and even in utah you've got some areas that are higher than lower i mean according to that newscast they found uh, some homes that like were up above a hundred which is like just seems ridiculous if four is considered dangerous right it does yep so so anyway but april air actually uh specializes in products to help um what what's the term to like get rid of it like mid radon mitigation mitigation yep. right so they can help yep. mitigate this so talk to me about what april air does the product and how it works yeah so i mean there's a couple of different ways in mitigation systems are installed uh most common being like a a hole that basically gets drilled into the slab foundation uh there's some soil that's taken out underneath that um, and then you basically are running PVC pipe that attaches to an inline fan, which is rated for outdoor use. And if installed properly, these things can last 15, 20 years. Um, but then basically that, that uh, PVC pipe is vented out up above the roof line. Uh, you want to make sure that you're not near any windows or swamp coolers or vents of any type. Um, That's going to bring that back into the house. Exactly. You don't <laughs> want to just be creating a bigger problem. Right. Uh, See, it's so easy to joke about this because it's like it doesn't seem like it's that big a deal until, you know, you're one of those people that get cancer from it. Right. Right. Anyway, the systems are designed basically to um, <clears throat> remove radon before they enter the house and become, you know, collected dangerous levels and then basically vented out up above the roof line. So the way that I understand it, so like if the soil is disturbed, uh, like this radon gas is like forming up under the house. And if there's any kind of uh, intrusion into the house, whether it's a crack or through the cement, mm -hmm. your house, it kind of creates a negative pressure and it some, it seems like it can kind of draw that stuff in. Mm -hmm. So if you've done an addition recently where you built onto the house or if you're in a newer house, like, is it more common in those situations versus like if you're in like a really old house that's, you know, uh, it doesn't really discriminate. Um, so that's a good, it's a good question. A lot of people ask that, but I mean, with a, the considerations for new versus old or additions are, would be like 
an older house probably isn't built as tightly or up to the current standards that we have now for building. So um, a lot of the times those houses may not test high for radon because they just naturally have some ventilation in that within the house. Whew, my house, 1930 something. So right, you're crossing safe, my fingers. You're, you're safe on that test. <laughs> but um, but no. So and now in a lot of areas that have elevated levels like like the Utah, like Utah Valley or Salt Lake Valley. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of homes are built with new construction techniques that actually take radon into account. Gotcha. So that was actually a question I had. Is it is it code yet to like install a radon mitigation system when you're building a new house, or does it depend? Do they have to test the soil and that determines whether they put it in? Uh, it's not here. Uh, certain areas of the country they have like what they call radon resistant new construction. Um, so in certain areas, we see little pockets of that, but uh, it hasn't made its way here yet. Mm. So in those areas, it is required to put it in or they're they're constructing the home in a way that it won't get in. They're constructing the home in a way that is helpful for mitigating radon. And then if the homeowner chooses to do a test for radon, once they take possession of the home and it comes back elevated, it's a very easy fix or solution to put in a fan and activate a passive system. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So I I would say if this is like the first time you're hearing about radon, I mean, it's definitely not something to like mess around with. And these kits were so inexpensive. uh, If you're getting it yourself. And I mean, there there's contractors out there that can come and test this for you. I mean, whether they charge or not, I'm sure you just, contact somebody again call any hour services if you've got questions or if you live in utah again that site was radon.utah.gov and the kit was super uh, inexpensive actually let me ask you this when you're testing uh, and if you don't know let me know but mm-hmm. um i mean you test it in the basement they, they say to test it in the lowest level of the home but do you test it in should you be doing multiple tests in different areas or like What's the best way to like test that? Yeah. So the low, you you were right um, with the lowest livable level of the house. So that doesn't necessarily have to be in a basement. If you have an unfinished basement, you don't spend any time there. Don't test there. Um, if you plan on finishing that later on, maybe test there. Got it. Um, there are some, some considerations when using the test kits and, and different testing devices, but those are, there are standards that are written on how to use those things, um, which the contractor should be versed in, in, placement of those devices or use of those devices. So it really just depends on what device you use to test their levels. So how much more common is this becoming? And is it something where it's becoming more common or we're learning more about it and it's just becoming more like part of the conversation? I think that um, we're not learning more about it. I think we have a lot of the data that we need on radon, but I do think that it's an education process. So there's neighborhoods um, in my neck of the woods. I live in Denver, Colorado. Um, there's neighborhoods in my neck of the woods where, every, where people drive around and say, oh my gosh, this, there must be a ton of radon in this neighborhood. And I'm like, well, there might be a ton of radon underneath, you know, underneath the, the, in the soil, underneath these houses, or it might be that somebody got a system installed because they were concerned about it and then their neighbor saw it, so they became concerned about mm-hmm. it. So I really think um, at this point, it's more of an awareness campaign than anything else to, to, to let people know the dangers of radon and how easy it is to test. Gotcha. Is there any way to test for like, for instance, like if someone was going to be building a house, is there a way to test for it before the house is built? Or do you really have to like have the house built and then test for it? The house should be built 
kind of to livable conditions. So you'd want like the HVAC system installed. You'd want the, you know, the insulation, the walls put up. So I'd really say it's more of something when, when a homeowner takes possession of the house, um, it's important to do a test. Um, not to say that it's not important to test other times. I think you're just going to get the best, most accurate reading for the, for the conditions that the homeowner is going to be living in the house at that point. Gotcha. And I was, I was at when I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole when I was like, uh, researching this, but I saw something saying that like, if you, cause there was a, there were a couple of stories where people, um, where they, they had their home tested before they moved in and it tested fine, but then they actually did renovations, mm -hmm. uh, and that actually changed and the, the levels went up and they didn't find out until they got sick. So like if the home has been tested and then you go and you do some kind of major renovation mm -hmm. that disturbs the soil or you pour a new slab or you cut into the slab, like for instance, the reason I started thinking like, Oh, I wonder if I've got an issue is because in my basement, we added a bathroom down there and we had to like, we had to tear up part of the the slab and then we had to put in a uh, you know a sewage ejection pump and things like that and so so now I'm actually curious like well I've actually made some changes I, I wonder if uh, things are going right so yeah um, anyway. yeah and that that's actually part of it I mean the, the radon standards do have some guidelines for when you should and shouldn't be testing so uh, any type of renovation any two night type of mechanical system that you're changing or altering um, and then, you know, additions, um, and, and, and upgrades to the home. So gotcha. Well, uh, anything else you feel like people, uh, need to know about this? Uh, no, I, I just think that it's important that, um, you know, we're doing the podcast, raising a little bit of awareness about it. And then again, that the testing for radon is actually the only way to know if it's there. So, um, it's important to do and, uh, happy that you guys are providing that service absolutely well aaron thanks so much for being on the show again um for all those that are listening thanks so much for your attention i hope you enjoyed the show if you'd like to know more about april air you can go to aprilair.com if you'd like to know more about any hour services you can go to anyhourservices.com make sure you like subscribe follow whatever you need to do to make sure you get notified next time we release new episodes of in the house i've been your host mike wilson and you've been listening to in the house see ya